0: Dr. Baker, J. Baker, with the tell it like it is, the real tell it like it is, or really telling it like it is, on this Tuesday, uh, the last Tuesday in November, and uh, first of all, I want to start off praying for um, Joni and uh, the Lamb family. Uh, Marcus went home to be with Jesus today, and uh, you know, uh, all kinds of crazy stuff is being written about him and. All of these things but we want to pray for the family and to pray for you also so father i thank you right now in the name of jesus that i bring uh the lamb family and uh grandchildren and all of those all of the family to you and i thank you and i praise you that you surround them with your faith and love i thank you that they're surrounded with that love and that people are around them i thank you that you shield them from all the the media Uh, negativity that you uh, that you just minister to them and you give them strength to go ahead and finish the vision that um, he and Joni started and that they will be strong in the name of Jesus and I pray for every person within the sound of my voice all of the people that are on this call whether they're on by uh, conference by um, you know video type thing or whatever it is And I pray that tonight is the night that you receive what it is that you need, whether it's healing, finances, relationships, or whatever it is, that there's a healing that manifests in your life. I believe for miracles tonight, as we get rid of soulish garbage, then I believe that good things will come forth in the name of Jesus. Amen. Boy, I should have turned the air conditioner on, all these lights, it gets hot in this place. So, (laughs) at any rate, we're going to start with something I'm going to talk about. Here we are in the holiday time, and um, what it is and, and how it is that we are, is that we have the opportunity to either uh let what it is that god wants to do in our lives that we have that opportunity to allow that to work or we have the uh, opportunity to allow the things that the adversary or our emotions or our feelings uh want to do you know um in my field of psychology and in my field of talking to clients uh, many times i run into people that Um, it's almost as if they're not allowed they won't allow themselves to feel or sense the emotions of remorse or uh, pity for someone else or uh, uh, any of these things but they use their emotions only about them and no matter what kind of conversation you have with them the whole thing comes back to where they got stuck so uh, many of you Many times what happens, especially during the holiday season, you get stuck on uh, the picture that you had before, that nobody loves me, there's nobody here with me, I'm alone, and even married people get this uh, uh, sometimes, you know, you gave me this husband, or you gave me this wife, or I got this person in my life, and... Uh, they don't meet my needs. They're not here to meet my needs. They're so busy doing this. And they're so busy doing that. They're so busy doing everything else. But when I need something, they're not there for me. And so What happens is we have this self-talk. We have this rhetoric that goes on in our heads that is meant to destroy us. Yes, that's what I said. It is meant to destroy you because these thoughts and these feelings and all of these things, they're not coming from God. They're coming from your adversary uh the one that as is adverse to your purpose in this life you know that word adversary is not just a word that we use and saying well the adversary this and the adversary that sometimes we banty words around so until we forget to really look at them it's trying to make the things that god has given you the thoughts that he has given you the mind of christ the things that's going to operate and take you from one place of victory to another place of victory, it is to come in and and try and to destroy that uh, in the way that you think. Some of the things and some of the decisions that I thought about making today would have probably been very, very, very uh, harmful to not only myself but to a number of other people. Why is that? Because as i'm as i'm looking at some of the different things that are happening maybe happening to my body happening to my emotions and just all around me and all of the different things that uh i happen to run into uh what's happened is the uh the negative thoughts and the negative feelings about self and so then what do I do? Do I call my doctor? Of course, I call my doctor. I, I call the therapist, I call someone that I can talk to. And I use many people as a therapist. Sometimes I use my baby brother, Apostle Cal uh sometimes i i I use actually one of the doctor friends of mine or one of the doctors that's a psychiatrist or uh uh, others that are 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 in the field and and stuff it all depends on what it is that i'm going through that i want i want to go through work through talk through uh, uh uh find other ways of looking at it if you're one that says well i just handle things but just me and jesus Jesus and I are the only ones. It's because you're walking in so much pride and so much stupidity until what happens is this. You don't want anybody else to see your faults and your frailties. You don't want anyone else to see you as weak. I mean, you know, uh, I am strong for a lot of people, but I really don't care. I can't tell you how much I don't care about somebody knowing that I was weak in in this and and this is an area that I'm weak in. You know, God gave us these five temperaments that we talk about, that I've talked about a lot the um the sanguine the supine the melancholy the caloric and the phlegmatic and in every temperament in every inborn temperament there are strengths and watch this weaknesses and someone said to me once well god wouldn't put any weaknesses in us and i'm saying are you out of your rabbit behind mine don't you realize that the weaknesses he says when you're weak i'm strong Do you realize that if the weaknesses are not there, then you never will have anything to grow on or to build on? These are things that are important in your life. Um, uh, I'm going to read something to you out of the Word of God. Now in the light of, okay, wait a minute. Let's go back, okay, let's go to Philippians 4, yeah, Philippians 4. I started one. Now, in the light of all of this, I am sure that you can appreciate what enormous delight you are to me, my precious friends. You are my trophy, my joy. Just as you have been doing, uh, continue to stand immovably strong in the Lord, okay? Now, in order to be able to stand, im uh, immovable in the lord and to be strong in him you had to have had some weaknesses he had to be talking about some weaknesses that you've had and your source defines you by name uh and and he's talking to to these different people and he goes on okay uh, i'm going to jump down to verse four it says joy is not a luxury option joy is your is your constant the joy of the lord the joy the refuge of the lord is the only strength you have and that's your constant that's your union in the lord in your permanent source of the light so i might as well say it again rejoice in the lord and do this always And this is one of the things that is the most difficult for us, especially during these times of year. We've just gone through Thanksgiving. A lot of people had problems through Thanksgiving with their family and situations, you know. uh, People die and people not there. Uh, uh, I I have someone that I'm going to talk to uh, after I finish this that... Uh, she didn't get the exemption to be able not to uh, I mean to continue to work so she has this choice to make all of these different things happen in life but God says this he says realize something he says I am with you I am faithful I will help you through if you make the decision not to do this then I'm still I'm there with you I am there with you and you put your trust and your faith in me I've given you my faith I've given you the ability to believe me no matter what happens I will never leave you I will never forsake you you know I I love the uh, I, I, I love the the ability I love the 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 opportunity I get to tithe. I love the opportunity that I get to give. I love the opportunity that I get to do first fruits. Why is that? Because as I do this, I do it out of love, but it also is one of these things. It has it so that I am not dependent upon the way that I produce for myself. I know that uh, as I release and as I do these things that my dependency has to be on God, has to be where it is that He is, because sometimes what He says to do with the offerings and all of these different things, sometimes what happens is this. He tells me to give a big chunk of what it is that I have, and I'm looking at what's left, okay? And what's left is not, uh, sometimes it doesn't seem like it's as much as what it is that I've given out, but I've done this in a obedience to him. And what what is it? Every time he challenges my faith, every time he challenges me in everything, every time he challenges me in a relationship or in a situation or in a choice that I have to make, what I have to do is I have to rely on him and I have to rejoice that he is my refuge. He is my strength. He is my power. He is uh, all of that. And when you start thinking about that word strength, we're looking at something more, uh, more than just physical, or more than just uh, uh, having a strong God. We're looking at something that protects me, something that covers me, something that uh, uh, gives me wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and insight. This is why I can rejoice in the Lord and rejoice always. Now, do I always rejoice? No. Should I always rejoice? Yes. Why should I? Because it's to my benefit. It is to my benefit. It is not to God's benefit, but it's to my benefit. And he says here, show perfect courtesy towards all people. The Lord is not nearer to some than uh, what he is to others. In other words, God is as near to you as you will listen to him. If you belong to him and if you're in the kingdom of God, then what you are is that you're seated in in, in, uh, in Jesus. You're seated in high places in him. You're at the right hand of the Father, but you have to allow his wisdom, knowledge, understanding, insight. You have to allow his mind to be in you when you're making these decisions, when you're looking at situations, when you're looking at circumstances. You know uh uh, all of these different kinds of things he says let no anxiety listen to this let no anxiety about anything distract you rather translate moments into prayerful worship and soak your request in gratitude before god you know uh, uh yeah before god Here is what happens is this. Many times what we do is we soak. We spend a lot of time soaking. People say, well, I'm gonna go do some soaking. Well, what are you soaking on? Many times people are soaking and they're soaking on the negative they're soaking on fear they're soaking on anxiety they're soaking on all of these things they're not soaking in the word of god they're soaking in their problems they're soaking in the situations and things that people are saying about them and this is what's going on with me and this is what's going on and god would you move this mountain would you do that that's soaking in the negative that's soaking in the things of the adversary that's soaking in the demonic realm that's soaking it in your flesh and your flesh is the thing that's getting fed he says here uh the word uh um i'm gonna look at this word the word miriamo uh means anxiety through the idea of distraction from uh maritzo to divide your request and do not do not surprise uh your request don't surprise god he knows your thoughts far uh from afar and is acquainted with all of your ways, yet he delights in your conversation and child and, and childlike trust and and he talks about that in the song of songs uh, two fourteen and matthew six eight He enjoys this conversation he enjoys this childlike thing he enjoys this childlike trust he enjoys this this childlike thing you know i i I see I see young people today. I, I see what's going on. I, I realize that they have every, every, every generation, every group of people has problems that, that, they, that the uh, generation before didn't have. Everybody has these problems. But what we have seen to do is to this. We have seen to do, again, bring it back to the Adamic nature and try and deal with it from here. We make excuses for it. We don't tackle it. We don't ask God. God, what is this generation about? What? How do we minister to? What is it that we do? How do we minister with? How do we bring out of them the things that you have planned for them? How do we see into them and see beyond them so that we can help them to see themselves as you want them to be seen, as you want them to see themselves? You see, what happens most of the time is people are seeing themselves not as God wants them to see and then we think well if we do this if we make all the miracles and the signs and the wonders because this is what they're looking for they're looking for this they're looking for this they're looking for this they don't know what they're looking for one of the things of it is is this if we ask God and this is one of the things that I'm starting to ask God when did I start right now Uh, uh, since he put it in my heart since he put it in my mouth since he put it here I'm asking God God, uh, what is it that you want for this generation? What is it that you want for this generation of of, of young women, young girls? What is it that you want for this generation of boys and young men? What is it that you want? What is it that you want me to see? How is it that I can see into them and see into them and what it is that they're going through? How can I see into this mind? How can I see into this so that I can help them have your mind? Because your mind is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It does not change. But what happens is this. Is that you have made you have made it uh, compatible with uh, theirs as they come up to yours you're not coming down you're not making it down you're able to deal with them on that level in order to breeze them up into what it is that you want allow me I don't need to see all of my past mistakes but allow me to see through my mistakes through my errors, through those things, allow me to find their weaknesses so that I can pray you into those areas so that they can come out and they can be victorious in what it is that they that they are to do so that they don't have to pay the prices so that they don't have to go through uh, uh, continuously. So as they go through it, they will go through it and they'll come out victorious. They don't have to keep going around the mountain, going around the mountain, going around the mountain. They don't have to believe lies and go through all the lies, but you can take their weaknesses. You know what their weaknesses are, Lord. I don't know what they are, but you do. You know what it takes to get them to have the mind of Christ. And I think that sometimes what it is that we do is with, we try to placate, we try to to uh, uh, please. We try to 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 reach uh, on this level so much until we forget that we are kingdom citizens. And he said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That what's in us is supposed to come out. And who is in us is supposed to come out. And as he comes out, then uh, uh, what he's able to do is, 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 is intercept. He's able to grab them. He's able to grab what it is that he needs. God God knows everything that you need. God is not, God is not void of what it is that you need. If you're having problems with your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren or whatever, it's not about what it is that they're doing now. God, you already know this. You know that they would go through this, but I am where I am right now. All the mistakes that I have made, I know that you know how to wipe out memories, but I'm asking you right now at this particular juncture. What is it that you see in this one that I need to see? And then give me, give me the remedy. Give me what it is that I need to do. Give me what it is that I need to put in that, that that I need to do in order for them to have your mind about their life and about their purpose and about their destiny and the things that you want them to accomplish. You see, it's like, God, show me, you know, I mean, I've prayed many times, God, show me me. Well, he's shown me me and he said, and the you that I'm showing you, I don't want to see that one anymore because I'm changing it. And so what's happening is this, is that instead of it being about God, show me me, I'm saying, God, show me them. Show me this granddaughter. Show me this grandson. Show me this great-grandson. Show me this great-granddaughter. Show me what's in them. Show me what I need to do, what I need to pour into them of you. See, I'm not poured anything in them of me because then all it's going to get is poison if I do it from this Adamic nature. This Adamic nature is a poison nature. And I definitely can't mix the two because once I mix the two, is not going to unmix and so therefore God where is the purity that I'm to bring from the kingdom of God into them so that they are able to to get what it is that you have for them and it's not being diluted with what I think and my ways and it's not being diluted with the world system so that they walk in two worlds at one time that they walk with 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 two with two minds being double minded so that they Receive, uh, uh, nothing show me what it is open my eyes up open them up at the same time so that I can help them to so so I can reveal to them your mind so that I walk in your mind about them so that then we are if we're both walking with the mind of Christ then what's happening is this is that we're both walking in the right direction you know there's many levels many dimensions many parts of the mind of christ okay and what i mean by that is this you can walk in the mind of christ and i can walk in the mind of christ now if you are at a a a, a higher level a deeper level uh, a, a a different uh, a, a different different rhythm a different frequency of god's mind than i am then uh one of us one of us can help the other okay and with this they may start off with the mind of christ in salvation start off with the mind of christ in being uh, uh baptized in holy spirit start off with the mind of christ as to how to get through the school year start off with the mind of christ as to how to drive as to how to relate with a parent as to how to do this as to how not to lay down and gap their legs if they're a girl, or to unzip their pants and and have sex with all of these other uh, people if they're a boy. Have, have um, you know uh, not to 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 fall for all of these things that people say that they can be. Not to listen to that, but to understand this that they have standards. They can. They can have the mind of Christ and the standards of Christ and the words of Christ and the love of Christ. Why? Because they have his mind. It doesn't have to be in that same level. And this and in this place of worship and gratitude, you will witness how the peace of God within you echoes the awareness of your oneness in Christ Jesus beyond the reach of any thought. Beyond the reach of any thought that could possibly unsettle you. You see, we are to be rooted and grounded and settled in him. Rooted, grounded, settled in him, not uprooted, not shaky, not flaky, not trying to figure it out. But once you get rooted, grounded and settled in him, then nothing can move you and 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 it takes time it takes all of these things but this is what we want for for a generation this is what we want for my generation this is what we want for every generation you know the whole thing of it is is this we want the same thing for every generation and what is that the mind of Christ the will of God the kingdom of God manifesting in them and through them. This is what we want. This is what God wants. He doesn't want something different for every, every group. He may go about it in a different way, but the whole thing of it is, is this. He still says, thy kingdom come. Let my will be done on earth, in earth, as it is in heaven. He wants his will. He wants his rule. He wants he wants his culture. He wants his culture in each and every one of us. This is what God wants. And he says this, he says, just, uh, just like the sentry guard secures a city, watching out in advance for the first signs of any possible threat, your heart's deepest feelings and the tranquility of your thoughts are fully guarded there in that peace of God, in that place of God, in that worship of God, and that worship does not have to be song that worship does not have to be music. That worship can be sitting before God, just listening to him. That w- worship can be words. That worship can be time. That worship can be laying on your face. That worship can be whatever it is that God desires for it to be. But that it w- that worship will be a thing of intimacy, learning how he wants to do. As my daughter, sometimes she dances with God. Different people do different things with him that he wants, but he wants us to be able to have things manifested he wants us to be able to carry him to carry the spirit of God in a way that as we walk into places people get people get changed people things change because we've walked into a place I've told this story many many times and this is not the only one that happens but this is the one I like the best so that's the reason I tell it the most anyway uh i remember i was going into uh carmel and i'd gone into this this new age shop And they had pictures they had all these different things in there and I'm just going in and out of all the different shops and realized once I got in there it was a new-age shop and immediately as I walked in there this lady comes up and she starts asking me who I am who are you who are are you where'd you come from what what's different about you What, what what what's this aura about you where did your light come from I mean I'm going into a place that they're supposed to have all this light they got all these crystals they got all these other things but they should have had all the light that they need it. But she kept following me around, following me around. Uh, The friend of mine, Suzanne, that was with me said, go ahead and tell her about Jesus. And I'm looking at Suzanne and saying, I'm not really, uh, 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 I'm not really thinking about this lady. I really don't want to say anything at all to her because I wasn't feeling it. All right. So I shut my mouth and I listened. I shut my mouth and I mean it was kind of funny to me. And I'm walking around. And then he had me to prophesy something into her. He had me to to speak words of wisdom. I mean words of knowledge letting her know what it was that she had a need for. And then he let me know how he was going to meet it. And then let me know how he was going, she was going to meet him. So that encounter with that, and it happened just that way. Because when I went back six months later, here it was, she was letting me know all of these things that had happened, just like I said. And and uh, I, I gave her information as to where she could connect with people, and all of this kind of stuff. God will open those doors for us. He will open those portals. He will open it. Uh, 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 he will open people up if we are willing to just listen to Him. If we're willing to do it His way. If we're willing to wait on the Spirit of God. And sometimes that is one of the most difficult things that we can encounter is waiting on the Spirit of God. In our 5 a.m. prayer, sometimes I'm going through this, and here it is, I'm starting to pray. Correi, captiva si and it feels like it's hitting a wall, and it's just not going anywhere. And I'm, and 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 then they, even the tongues sound weird. They sound dull, all of this stuff. And I said, okay, Holy Spirit, I have nothing to say until I hear from you. And here it is i start worshiping i start thanking him i start going through things and then all of a sudden what happens is he start he starts to gush it out he starts to gush it out and he starts to minister to me and then everyone else on the call but he starts to release things that's going to release people into the frequency, into the rhythm, into the, the, the rotation of what it is that he wants to happen. So realize this, God is not here about, uh, you know, he is not here, okay, God, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. You didn't do this for me. You didn't do this. You didn't do this. He said, that ain't my job. My job is not to uh uh uh, uh do what you want me to do. My job is to meet your needs. I told you I would meet all of your needs according to my riches and glory. And it's going to be done by Christ Jesus. Well, I wanted this. I asked you for a house. I asked you for this and you didn't give it. I asked you for a husband. I asked you for a wife. I asked you for this. I'm tired of being lonely. I'm tired of this not happening. I asked you for this and you didn't do it. Well, let me see. How many things do you think God asked you and you didn't do it? That is not his job. God is not. He says, I will supply all of your need according to my riches in the glory. He will supply them what you need and what you want and what you think you need. Many times what we think we need, we don't need. What's many times what we think we need will be Our death can be destructive, can be our destruction. We are to be led by the Spirit of God. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it says that the Spirit of God is supposed to be led by us. But that seems to be what it is that we want sometimes, and especially during these seasons, especially during what we call the holiday seasons, the Thanksgiving season, when we're supposed to be so thankful uh, uh, the, uh, Christmas season, the Hanukkah season, uh, uh, all of these different types of things. What we do is we make it all about us. And so here, here it is, as he says this, um, this peace is not measured by external circumstances. It is a residing deeply in the innermost parts of your being. We are not talking about a fragile sense of peace that can easily be disrupted You know, people talk about, well, I just got such peace about it. I got such peace about it. (laughs) And then somebody comes and they say something to them. And all of a sudden, their peace just, it just flies away. Fly, fly, fly away. Fly, fly, fly away. You didn't have God's peace. You had the world's peace see the world's peace doesn't last very long this 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 peace that we have from here it doesn't work it doesn't it doesn't last very long i'll tell you when that peace comes a lot of times that peace comes when you you got enough money to pay all your bills let me see you're not sick uh, things are going right for you. You got some of the, You got all of these things that you want and you have this you have the superficial peace. Well, what happens during the superficial peace is that when you have that kind of peace, you're not you're not building you're not building your faith. You're not you're not relying on him. You're not doing the things that you need to do. What you're doing is basking in this superficial peace. I mean, I've done it too many times. I have done it over and over and over again. and then I realized something that is not very smart you know you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and then you look and you say I'm not going to do this anymore I'm not going to do this anymore I'm not going to do this anymore I know what I'm going to do next time well you know the thing is is this you have to go for the real peace and when you go for that real peace that peace is not disturbed by whether your finances are, are right or whether the situation circumstances are right remember what Paul said he says I've learned to be abound I've been abound and I've been abased I found that whatever situation, whatever circumstances I'm in, I'm okay with it. He says, I'm at peace with it. Why is that? Because he found a peace that was not in the earth. Uh, One that will, uh, uh, one that will, uh, will, we have to fabricate ourselves. This is, uh, this is not a God's peace. God's peace is the peace that god himself enjoys god god is not upset about anything you know when we're in him and he's in us what it is is sometimes we forget our position and even when we have our position we forget we forget to operate in it and when we forget to operate in it what we do is cause ourselves deep problems okay now let this be your conclusive reasoning Consider that uh, that which is true about everyone uh, as evidenced in Christ. Live overwhelmed by God's opinion of you. Uh, Live overwhelmed by God's opinion of your husband. Live overwhelmed by God's opinion of your wife. Live overwhelmed by God's opinion of your children. Live overwhelmed by God's opinion of your parents. Live overwhelmed by God's appearance, uh, 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 God's opinion of your apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Live overwhelmed about God's, God's, God's opinion, God's opinion about your neighbor, God's opinion about those people. Take your opinion and put it in the toilet. Flush it. God's opinion is the only one that matters. When we live overwhelmed, I'm just overwhelmed with your opinion about the situation. I am just overwhelmed with your opinion, your goodness, because his opinion is always about his goodness. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, acquaint yourselves with the revelation of righteousness. Realize God likeness in you. Make it your business to declare mankind's redeemed innocence. Think friendship. Discover how famous everyone is in the light of the gospel. God, this person is worth so much to you so they are worth so much to me I mean I know people that 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 uh maybe I don't want to spend a whole lot of time with but God wants to spend time with them and why is it that I don't want to spend time with them probably most of the time is is because they're a challenge for me why is there a challenge because I don't see them like God sees them I have not been overwhelmed with his goodness so that it flows over into that person so that his thoughts are just flowing out of me into them it it does not it does not mean it does not mean that they have that they have to change it's not about them changing but it's about me it's about me being overwhelmed with that that's the mind of Christ that's allowing the mind of Christ to dwell in me richly why is that because his opinion is the only opinion that i'm thinking about I'm not thinking about mine. I'm not thinking about what it is that they did or didn't do to me. But oh my God, Lord, I get to carry your overwhelming opinion of these people. My God. My God. That uh, God looks at these people and he thinks how famous everyone is in the light of the gospel. Mankind is in God's limelight. Ponder how elevated you are in Christ. Look at this. Everybody has a seat everybody has a seat in Christ Jesus. Some will never sit in it because some will never acknowledge him as Lord. But when he is Lord, then he says, I have a seat in me, in me. You are elevated to the highest place and you are in me. And I get to manifest myself through you, in you, and through you so that you can walk the part of me out that you need to walk out in the earth. The part that I planned for you even before. the foundation of the earth. I had a plan for this part of me to be in you, for you to operate in this manner, for you to take dominion over the environment, over the metron that I have given you. Uh, By allowing me, by allowing me to lead and guide you into all of the truths about this, I don't want you to just know part truth. I don't want you to, to operate that. Okay, here's Jesus and here's God and here's me. No. We are one. We are one. We are one. We want it to be so that when you have seen me, you have seen the Father. When you have seen me, you have seen Jesus. When you see how I act, you see Holy Spirit in action. This is the way it is. This is the way he says he wants it to be. I'm almost finished. Uh, um, uh, Steady stories that that celebrate life uh colossians 3 3 says engage your thoughts with the throne room uh realities where we are co-seated together in christ it says with him but we are in christ the word logo uh logostimia uh suggests a logical reasoning by taking everything into account athletes means that which is that which was hidden but is now uncovered in in ephesians 3 paul speaks about the truth as it is embodied in christ it's embodied in christ and christ wants that truth embodied in us here in the earth so that we walk and as ever we we're doing our little walking and stuff here it is that we're embodied in christ i mean my god my god oh hmm. God, I thank you. I worship you. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, how I thank you. I thank you that these are not just words, but this is what it is that you want. You want the reality of this to operate in your people. And you want it to operate now in the young, in the older, in the in in, in every aspect. You do not want us to wait until we leave this earth to say, I should have done this, I could have done this. Oh, but God, I thank you that the that 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 we are to be overwhelmed, overwhelmed uh, to 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 walk in what it is that you want us to walk in and i'll finish with this last scripture i'll finish with this last bit my god is there are, are there any questions hallelujah right. if there are you can interrupt me okay in ephesians 3 21 paul speaks about the truth as it is embodied in jesus the word overwhelmed is s-e-m-m-s-e-m-n-o-s simnos from uh oh O oh my to reveal to adore the word for righteousness is dec, oh if lanzine was here she'd pronounce it for you but that's okay Decatos, and then uh uh from decade two parties finding likeness here it is i just want to give you the definition two parties finding likeness in each other where there is no sense. Now listen to this, where there is no sense of inferiority, suspicion, blame, regret, or pressure to perform. The gospel is the revelation of the righteousness of God. Now we are the righteousness of God. So there should be, there should be, there can be, there should be, that here it is, two parties, finding the likeness in each other. I'm in Jesus and he's in me. What he wants to do in me, he's able to do in me, but that's because I'm in him, okay? And finding no sense of inferiority because he is in me. Why should I feel inferior, suspicious, or blame, or regret, or pressure to perform? I don't have any pressure to perform. I do what it is that he wants to do. Uh, the gospel is the revelation of the righteousness of God. It declares how God succeeded uh, to put mankind right with him. God made it so that we would be right with him. Remember what it says in the book of Hebrews? that Jesus, he didn't think it robbery to equate himself with God, but he took on this body. He took on this because he knew that he, he knew who it was, that he knew who he was, and he knew how it was that God saw him. Uh, uh, it is about, God, it's about what God did, uh, not what Adam did wrong. See Romans one seventeen. 17, the word "hagano" speaks of blameless innocence the word uh prof- profilio uh is the exact word is the, is exactly what it says pro friendship the english word is uh for famous is derived from the greek word your e-u-p-h-e-m-o-s okay and uh it's well done it, it, in other words here's what God says. It means to be the limelight. It means to shine. Jesus says, you are the light of this world. Just like a city set on a hill, your light cannot be hid. Uh, uh, The word uh, arete is often translated virtue. Okay. And that's to rise up, to elevate, to uh, uh, commemorate, to pray uh, something that's praiseworthy. And here, here it is. This is the end of it, uh, indicating continual influence upon a story, continual influence. God wants to have continual influence on what it is that we do. And I, I believe that he wants to reach out to you tonight. I believe that he wants to heal. I believe he wants to set free. I believe that he wants to come into your home from this tele, from this, this, this video, this Uh, YouTube this whatever it is to come into your place and bring his peace bring his wholeness bring his wealth bring his prosperity bring his, his his every part of him I believe that he wants to come and he what he wants to do is he wants to manifest he wants to shine he wants it to be so light that there is no ignorance at all in your place he wants to give you the insight on how to work in your family on how to work with your children on how to work with your husband, on how to work with your wife, on how to do the things that need to be done. He wants to give you the understanding. He wants to give you the road. He wants to be able to do these things in and through you as you sit in your in in in, in one place. He wants to be able to operate in a play in a way that there is no difference. You're not going to know the difference. Why? Because you're so meshed together and you look so much like him. So I pray for you to night in the name of Jesus that you receive this that you receive the love of God that you receive not just his arms wrapped around you but you receive what's in in that's in him for you that you receive what it is stop asking him stop thinking he's supposed to meet your needs the way you see the way what and the things that you want they're too low for him He has plans for you. He has things that he has set aside for you. He has desires for you. He has dreams for you. God has dreamed all of these things for us, even before he brought us into the earth. He knows our coming into this day. He knows when we will leave. He knew that Marcus, uh, Lamb was going to do all these great things in the earth and he knew that he was going to leave at an early 64 years old or however old he was. He knew that these things were going to happen. None of this surprised God. It wasn't COVID that took him out. It was God accepted him home. Do you realize that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord? He has made, I mean, this man has, has, uh, uh, God worked in him and he listened to God and he did mighty things. He did things that people will be talking about forever in the earth. He's made his, he's, he's done what it is. I don't know why he left at 64 years old, but I know one thing. I know that God is not surprised and I know that he has great things for the rest of the family, I know that he has great things for Joni and for all of them. You say, well, are these some of you? I don't even watch Daystar. It's not even about that. It's a brother and a sister. It's it's people in Christ. We are still family. Whether I watch their program, whether I like their programs, whatever it is, that has absolutely nothing to do with it. All I know is this, that when they hurt, I hurt, that God has for them. God has plans for them. God has healing for them. And we speak that in them and we speak it into you whatever whatever things that you think that you have lost there are no loss there are no lost in God there's only winning in God so all of these things I pray for your heart I pray for you who you miss I pray for those things for you I pray for your wholeness I pray for all of those things for you and with you in the name of Jesus and I just I just speak I, I just speak the peace of God not the peace that this world gives but the peace of God into your life and then I see things manifesting I I, I, I see someone with, with the something's going on with your right foot and I see that right foot being healed I, I see uh, I don't know if, if if it's a diabetic thing I don't know if it's uh, but I see this big sore that's on your right foot and I see God healing it even right now. And uh, I, I, I see it disappearing. I see it disappearing. And what I want you to do, just touch it and say, Lord, I thank you that that's mine. I, I take it, I take it, I take it. And 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 then let me know, let me know. Cause I know, I, I know, I know what I see. I So I know it's right, I know it's God. Okay, at uh, uh, any rate, I would love to hear from you. Our website information is, I'm sure it's on the screen, but it's www.mteminc.org, and uh, you can, uh, you know, go on there if you have a prayer request, or if you want to contact us, our phone number is there, 408-945-4439, and uh, Bubbly Crystal will give you a call back and and talk to you, and uh, if you desire to uh, give an offering or whatever, if this has been Uh, blessing uh, to you in any manner, then you can go to the website and you can push the donate button. Thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing me to come into your home today. Uh, Was there a question? Yes, I have a question. Oh, okay, Um, there's a question. Are we broadcasting next week? No, we're not broadcasting the first week of the month. Uh, The first week of the month is my my Tuesday off, and I'm definitely going to take it, and (laughs) and so uh, because I will be taping uh, my HSBN uh, love and unity uh, broadcast on that day on that Monday and so uh, my that Tuesday I will have off uh, Tuesday that I'll have off so thank you thank you thank you so thank you for allowing me in your home and I know that if you really listen to this if you allowed the Spirit of God to minister to you I know that you receive something from this tonight so bye bye and again this is dr. Baker J Baker with the tell it like it is, real tell it like it is, really telling it like it is. Bye-bye.